Okay, welcome to the May state of the server. Our most exciting one yet. Perhaps, because it's very short and mostly everybody's here for what comes after. So we'll just spill the beans. Yes, Gank Isle's being released right after we finished. We're going to talk about it a bit and talk about what we're doing right after the Gank Isle and go through some of the player questions of which there are not that many. So um, let us hop right into it. So let me scroll to the top. Gankyle. Oh, okay. So yes, it has a name. And it has pretty pictures. It is called Zyre. And uh, I think I'll let Mag go ahead and give a brief rundown. He's probably just as familiar Bre with Brief being the optimal word, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we've obviously kind of spoken about it in previous state of the servers of, of the rough concept. Um, it's effectively supposed to give those who want to go in world PvP a place to do it without impacting grinding areas and causing issues around docks for newer players and whatnot. Um, so it's effectively a new and improved end, I suppose, in that sense. Um, so uh, you can drop in one of nine locations and it's a one-way ship. Um, you can't go back and forth like other docks. Um, and once you're there, the only way out is a rotating ship that, that leaves. Um, so it will move location every 10 minutes and um, that should hopefully avoid, you know, camping around um, ships and just completely preventing people from escaping. Having said that, it is perfectly possible to try and play that game if, if you want. You can also uh, not choose any drop location. You will be sent to one of the random nine. Yes, there's an option to randomly choose choose where you one end up. Um, the the exit locations. The only part of it that is a sanctuary is the literal boat itself. Um, so there should be fairly minimal um, sanctuary games. Um, it's. The, the intention is that you're going there to PvP and uh, and not to, not to play games, uh, you know, trying to snipe gear and, and whatnot. Um, because of that, things like invis are, don't work on the island. Um, you pretty much all consumables are gone. Oh yeah, I was just gonna, you, you, will, there, you will have invis ripped off of you if you have it on, but you also get permanent infinite fire res while on a gank aisle. So um, don't worry about that, and don't worry about standing on all the magma blocks and the cool fiery bits. I mean, worry about <laughs> that because it's stupid. Yeah, yeah, as we've said plenty of times, we're not massive fans of of the concept of um, fire and fire res in Minecraft, and it just doesn't make sense here. Um, much like Ravina, um, potions, pearls, AIs, etc., will be refunded upon use. So you don't have to go and have a go at town members for going off to gang as much as you would ganking at the end. Um, they'll go to their personal escrow when they use, when they consume them. However, if they do die to another player, everything on them will drop. Um, so like you'll still be able to refill pots a little bit off of off of people you kill still. 
Yeah, it should be mentioned that um, while Regank Isle is of course coming out right after this, it's not 100% complete. And there's a lot of like messaging that probably will have to come in over the next couple days. So you just need to know in your heart and soul that <laughs> that the pots and the AIs and pearls and stuff that you use are gonna get refunded into your escrow chest in market. So on your way back to the Gank Isle Tower, swing by the escrow uh, chest, get, get your stuff. Um, but at the present, it doesn't even tell you that's how that works. So, um, yeah, but it yeah. does. So, um, obviously if you, you know, if you want to leave, you're going to need to know where this, um, exit ship is, if it's moving and changing location. So, um, the top of your screen, you'll have a, uh, a, a compass effectively where the boss bar is, um, and that will show you how far away you are from from the exit location and, and in what direction it's in. Um, so, you know, there's there's no running around blindly, hoping for where where the exit is. Um, um, as as we've mentioned in in other places uh, or at other times rather, the end as of this moment has just been switched over to yellow tag. So. Now we haven't yeah. probably finished the rest of that work, which is to then go ahead and probably make stuff like Ender Pearls unstable, which will probably need to be the next section of that work. But we will do that as time permits. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the intention is obviously to only make areas sort of relatively close to the docks in the end, yellow tag long term. Um, for now, we've, it's just all yellow tag, but, but obviously we want to add so many things to the end um, and revamp it as a whole. And that would involve a mix of some yellow areas, some red, obviously with the better rewards in the in the red area. Um, but as I say, that's that's a bit further down the line. Um, on top of using the compass to find the uh, exit points, um, you can also pick up uh, little power-ups around the island um, called Farsight, which will show you on your radar where enemy players are um, for a short period of time. Um, so again, if you know the Gankal is is a relatively large place, um, and you know we wanted to add another another way to help bring players together on it, because you know we we'd rather it's for the PvP is not the, again the people who want to hide and uh, be a nuisance. Gonna chew through a couple, a few questions that people are, are asking, just since it's on on brand. Uh, e chests are are placeable. What what is a feature that is coming that is not will not be ready for tonight? Is that in order to make sure that ender chests can't be used to like get gear out safely, all gear like as in weapons, armors, tools on you when you enter the gang will become unstable, such that you can't put it in an ender chest. Everything else uh, is fine for the present, uh, and we know things things like this are probably going to be tweaking, tweaked after it's out. A lot of the gank aisle is, is going to be subject to what do the players do with it and how do they feel about it. We made as many decisions as best we could, but at some point, we all just got to get in there and murder each other for a week and see what see what you feel like. So, um, so yes, each has in, but gear will not intentionally or after like probably tomorrow ish. Uh, you can't put gear in your, in your chests. Um, Boats work like terms, normal? Oh, sorry, yeah, it, it, yeah, basically, if you are PvP tagged, you will not be able to leave on the exit boat. Um, 
the reason the boat itself is a sanctuary is that if, if you are able to get on there without a PvP tag, you can't then be re-entered into PvP unless unless you yourself do that. Because um, that would be butts. Yeah, so so that there is a little bit of leniency in that regard. Um, in terms of the void, there isn't a void as such, um, but the ocean surrounding the island, uh, the Sea of Vanquish, will do pretty heavy damage to the player, much like Corrupted Waters in... Um, it literally is Corrupted Water. Yeah, so it's one heart per second. Yeah. yeah. So with one new, with again, one new feature, uh, which is that because it's big ocean area, sorry to cut you off there, Mag. Um, Ender pearls that fall into the Sea of Vanquish or Corrupted Water will not teleport you in there and make you be die. Instead, they will dissolve and fail to teleport you. You will still lose your pearl cool down, however. So we're just kind of saving you a little bit from yourselves because that would be not evil. But also, also uh, important to note there that any water on the actual island is not corrupted. It's only yeah. the ocean around it. Above basically the 64 wide level equals okay. Um, for those of you who like content beyond just the clicking part, there are at least 70 new achievements on the Gengar. Probably a bit more than that because there are hidden achievements that nobody knows what they are. And as a small caveat, some of them have yet to be added because uh, they're a bit complicated and we didn't want to hold back Gengile just because hidden achievements. Uh, but yes, there are at least uh, 70 and then a f quite a good quite a good bit of extra hidden achievements for you guys to discover through innovation yep. and doing stupid things that you guys like to do. So uh, we're interested to see some of those get discovered. Uh, however, they are probably not likely to be discovered tonight because they don't exist yet, but they will. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very much the kind of... the the prelude to further achievements which we'll get onto uh, in a little bit um a kind of the i guess the quality and quantity we kind of want to add across all of loka um and hidden achievements will play a big part in that um we kind of want to design it in a way where years from now an achievement a hidden achievement is finally discovered or maybe even further down the line that there's this this hidden achievement that you know um, only just gets discovered, so there'll always be something to to find uh, or uncover um, because there will just be such a large number of them. Yeah, and obviously, you get your name uh, tagged right, right, uh, right. at the bottom of the achievement if if you are the first to discover it. Um, yeah. So there's a big incentive there. Discovery of achievement then basically allows everybody else on the server to finally see what it is and then go get it for themselves. But yeah, you get emblazoned and and, and become a legend as the permanent first discoverer of that achievement for the rest of time. So, and it is something we can we will continue to add because they're cool and fun and yep. much like Elden Ring, people are still figuring out crap about that game and it's good for replayability or first play discoverability. That's the better word for it. So. I'm just looking at Foxy's Foxy's uh, Foxy Bear Games has been um, generally taking a lot a big big charge on on this whole thing. So we, he's actually kind of rewritten the uh, the would be uh, Discord message for it. So I'm kind of just reviewing that. Um, should be mentioned that Parties is a system that is out. Everybody can use now. I don't know that. It's possible that we had turned off the permissions for that, but everyone should be able to slash party now. Um, the intent is parties is a system that we expect players to use increasingly all over Loka, 
Um, and we will post more about that in a forums post. But at present, they don't do terribly much. What you do get is a sidebar, which will probably be toggleable on and off in the future, that shows you everybody in your party and where they are at all times, like a including like in a 1v1 duel or something like that uh, coming in the future, of course. Um, but you also get your own party chat and everybody in your party um, shows as green to you in game over their player HUD. So like if you wanted to go to the Gank Island and have it make a party, you, you can. And there are some achievements with those as well. Uh, and it's a system that, while not complicated, will probably be fleshed out a bit over time um, because we want to be able to do stuff like party queue for for battlegrounds or whatever, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, C H um, space P T for party chat. Also, C H space party as a whole. There's also a, and I don't know if Live has it yet, but there will be a profile setting by default when you join a party, you're automatically put into party chat. But we'll make a thing in case you don't want that to be the case in the future. Um, and and you know, obviously, on top of the couple of like um, small features that aren't quite in for the Gankal off of launch, you know, it's something we kind of wanted to keep fairly plain, at least, or, or at least simple in its initial conception. And you know, based on feedback, what people like and don't like, we can sort of add um, other features to it potentially over time. Um, I mean, we've got a ton of ideas already of things we could do, but we we thought we'd try and keep it keep it basic and simple to start with, and and sort of build off of that, um, rather than throwing loads of things in there and some of them being bad, you know. See what else? Pen messages. Does red tag apply in the sanctuaries like docs? Yes, we've already answered that. Um, let's bring back red tag docs. The point of yellow tag was to protect docs from gankers, but now there's gank off, so I don't see a point. There is a point. The point is you guys can still choose to go there and gank. Um, there's nothing stopping you from going back and immediately basic. I mean, you guys would probably, and we expect this to happen, that's why they, they stayed yellow tag, but if the docs became a red tag, I think you guys would just go back there and gank all the time, and it is meant to protect other players. So um, those that is unlikely to ever change, unfortunately. Just because yeah, I mean, all all, all the world, you know, all the world changes. More and more kind of red zones in some of these smaller aisles, like the end and the nether, um, as we expand. Um, but but the areas around all docks, you know, by design, kind of need to be yellow, um, both to protect new players and um, and whatnot. Um, the will not work on yeah. the aisle. Basically, if, if you're trying, if you're thinking of a way to get an, an item or items off the aisle without taking the boat, no, you can't unless it's pots in your e-chest, I guess. That's the whole point. You got you got to put some skin in the game in order to get there. It's the whole reason that you uh, it is the way it is, and there isn't 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 is not any invisibility is because the players wanted a fair all fight with notion or limited shenanigans basically and that's why there's no invis that's why you can find people with the radar power-ups and stuff like that and the intent is for you guys to go there and have good fights now not fair 1v1s because that's not a thing but you know lol and of course report bugs if you can sneak stuff off the island um just to move on and talk about achievements update so that you guys can probably just ask more questions that we can come circle back to. Uh, it's not a lot, a lot to report, really. It's just that 
after the gank isle settles down, the focus of my efforts largely, will be adding achievements in the game, much to the degree of the level of like thoroughness that the gank isle has in terms of like all, all, every scenario you can imagine sort of that is a thing on Loka that isn't just a natural part of vanilla Minecraft is probably gonna be an achievement. We're thinking of all kinds of crazy stuff to do in a conquest fight, Fishing, marketing, towns, parties, you name it. Uh, PvP in all forms, exploration in all forms, more titles, stuff like that. That's that's what's gonna come next. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about because none of it's been done, but it is going to be the focus of our next development efforts so that you guys have just a ton of content to try to chew through and, and see all the ways that you can do Loka. It's something we've spoken about before, but I will reiterate again that um, the, the achievements sort of update in in isolation um, is slightly different to both the, a kind of a titles update as well as a um, treasure knife update and, and collectible update. Um, so initially there, there won't be as many um, tangible rewards from obtaining achievements when we do finally get that out um, because we've broken it apart from, from some of the reward things just so we can get it out sooner, hopefully. Um, and then hopefully not too long after that, it will be a case of us adding a bunch of new titles, um, many of which will be obtainable through certain achievements. Um, and then obviously the collectible kind of treasure knife update that would be just after that as well. Max party size is 15, mostly because 16 is the total slots you can have on the sidebar. Uh, it's kind of an arbitrary number, but uh, you know, I feel that's probably more than enough. We, it, and originally we were going to go with infinite, but um, that just doesn't seem necessary. I don't even see the reason to have 15 yeah. parties, but you the, guys will find a way. Basically, the way parties will work is depending on what you're trying to do with a party, there will be a different max party size. So, you know, an example being if you were to queue for voter, maybe we'd cap party size at four or five or, or, or whatever it may be. Um, so it will be based on the event or thing you're trying to do rather than um, a set number. Um, yeah, I want to I want to sort of clarify a thing, perhaps for some of the people who are joining late and maybe for some of the people who are a little confused about the point of gank Isle. It is, of course, to offset the great end ganks of Loka um, in a more controlled, more player liked way um but we know there's going to be some probably some controversial opinions about the isle in that it's a giant place with drop zones and it's not a very clustered area where everybody knows where everybody is because you're 20 feet out of the boat the docks uh, and we recognize that there's probably going to be some pushback on like how big everything is and how hard it is to find people but i think there's also an element of you guys are going to find and pick the best places that you like and you know kind of cluster there on your own but also we have some plans for the future for things to add to help move people around or move people to each other. We expect Gank Isle to be something that's going to be very fluid over the next couple of weeks once we get player feedback. Um, and so because of what it is meant to be, which is for you guys, for ganking, we will also rely on you to give us feedback for what you want, what you don't like, what you do like, so that we can polish it mm -hmm. to be as dope as possible. Yeah, I mean, with the with the terrain itself, the intention is obviously to have a wide variety of different things. Because while we appreciate 
there is a, a large crowd of PvPers who like entirely flat areas, there are some that like a bit of variation and, and some interest, whether that be the odd structure or, you know, slightly different terrain. So we tried to build it in a sense where there's a bit of everything. Um, and then you've got areas that, you know, suit your, everyone has an area that suits their interest. Um, uh, no, you can't fly. Uh, elytras are disabled oh, yeah. on the uh, on the gank aisle. Yeah. Um. Um. The cat bounties uh, need to be added by hand. Still, we still we still write the manual dates of the cat bounties in there. They're not automatic. We just kind of we've just been so focused on gank aisle, we kind of forgot about that. Uh, it's easily done. Just got to make sure to remember to do it. Fortunately, this is a very long month, so. Uh, there's still time to have six Bountifuls come back. Um, quick one from Zacharoni. A week ago, it was said Loka will be translated into three different languages. Uh, that... So basically, the, the whole effort of translation is going to be a kind of a constant thing. Um, we're going to try to translate everything about Loka as best we can up to the point where we probably, I don't see a near future. It would be a very distant future where like our PVE quests uh, will get translated one day just because the, those are written to be formatted the way Minecraft formats books. Like you have to account for like line breaks and new lines, stuff like that. Stuff that something we do want to automate need to because it is does make us kind of go insane. Um, but everything else is is subject to become translated uh, because there will be. I think it's kind of inevitable that there will be an EU loco one day. Not a question of if, but when. And the, we've already got a lot of great like. There's like 12 to 15 people helping translate Loka into like Turkish, Spanish, Polish, Hebrew, Sp Spanish. If I didn't already say that. Uh, and it's great, um, and we actually welcome people who would love to tra help translate Loka, but a lot of it, most of it, is not at all yet translated. It's, it's a process, basically. So um, the more the merrier, the more people we can we can translate and get into your nat native language, the better, frankly. Um, it's just that there's only a few public chats that you can choose from now, and it's simply because it's the population that we have from Turkey and from Spain, or all the Spanish-speaking countries, rather, is sufficient enough to have their own entire public chat. I don't, most most of the other countries aren't that way yet, and we don't have a process for kind of getting that, like, as a request for that. But yeah, it's a very fluid thing, very constant thing, and if you're interested in translation, hit me up, because um, I'm mostly he leading that off. But, I mean, so far, it's good. Uh, everything that we add in the future is is going to be a subject to translation, including all the Genkyle stuff, although there's just not a lot of uh, messaging for it yet. But, yeah. Yeah, we could use some pirate pirate speak translators too if you feel up to the task um, uh, circling back to a couple of uh, further questions about Zaya um, <coughs> any requirements players need to meet in order to travel to the Gankal this is something we uh, forgot to mention is that you will need to well maybe we did I don't recall uh, <laughs> be wearing a full set of diamond armor and uh, and a weapon to be able to even travel there in the first place. Um, and you may not have keep on death gear on you if you're thinking of bringing your, um, somehow you got enchanted yeah. Ascalonian swords, you can't bring that. 
again, a lot, a lot of feedback we had was was the things that people didn't like about end gangs. People who invest, people who are, are just there to, um, you know, be a nuisance and, and, and not actually uh, participate in PvP. So we we tried to design a few things um, to prevent that, and and also that way there's there's always that risk that you're putting um, when you're traveling there because you're always risking your your gear. Yeah, and to, to basically go further on that, since that's something that Key had uh, brought up, is that Gank Isle was dis was was built by built basically by four by players for players by player request, and that doesn't mean that the only ganks that can happen on Loka are on Zyre. It's just where a lot of it probably will happen. There's nothing stopping ganks from happening anywhere else, and Invis from working there. Uh, Invis and Conquest is because. Even though it's, it's cringy by some people's uh, standards, it's a role in a fight, and conquest well, is much more vanilla. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of objectives in conquest. It's not just who gets the highest KD. Um, this is a completely different uh, beast entirely. This is this is purely pure PvP, if you like, with with no objectives in there. So um, that's why why it's kind of different. Uh, it's something I don't think we we. Uh, talked about is that we will be tracking more more than we have already, but stat, lots of stats for Gank Isle. Uh, and the whole idea about Gank Isle is it operates off on the conquest cycle, which is the same one place. So your kills, your deaths, your KDR, your streaks, and cool stuff like maybe Pearl's Throne, Pot Splash, stuff like that will all be tracked monthly. And at the end of the month, we're going to wrap all that data up and send you a nice little mail that says, Congratulations on your month on Zyre. Here's all your stats. Here's your KDR, all that stuff like that. I think that's just a cool thing to do. Um, since stats are the things everybody likes to screenshot and send around. So there will be more over time. But yes, so when you when you arrive on Zyre at the first point, you're gonna see, you know, zero kills, zero deaths, zero streak, blah, 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 blah. And that'll go up, but that will persist, uh, all things working, um, throughout the whole month. So when you come back tomorrow, it'll still be the same KD that you had before. There will be no daily leaderboards or even a leaderboard in the tab list likely because the whole point of the aisle is for people to fight each other and gank and not to try to cheese systems in order to be on the top of a leaderboard to win some reward of some kind because once that exists we realized once that exists people are going to just do the cringy stuff nobody likes in order to like go steal kills or whatever just to get on top of that leaderboard and it's just the wrong motivation you guys are there for for fights and that's what it's for that's why there's no mini games or other things currently planned but we'll see how well there's, there's also issues in terms of um resource sinks versus um resources coming into the game so one of the big issues with the end is uh, players wasting and using lots of resources that their other town members want to use in Conquest. Um, that's why they're getting refunded on Zaya. But if we then go and give people rewards for completing certain things, we, we're going to, you know, contribute to inflation issues. So, um, with the lack of a sink and deliberately so in many ways, we we can't really sit there and add um, further ways of obtaining free items effectively but you know as things develop maybe maybe things get tweaked in both directions so there's a bit more of a sync to allow us to have a bit more of a, uh, a resource gathering opportunity um, 
Um, it's been asked, how do we intend to prevent kill farming? Um, there's a couple ways. Um, one, we will be tracking, I mean, we track how you kill people. Almost all the achievements and a lot of the stats, perhaps, are based off this concept of an enemy. And an enemy is a person who is not allied to you, not a friendly. They must either be neutral or hostile or townless in order to be an enemy. So you'll have to cooperate with those people in order to farm, but also we're going to start adding, um, you know, detection for repeatedly repeatedly killing the same person over and over again so it doesn't count uh, but at some point we're, we can only do so much again it's a it's a it's a it's an aisle for you guys the stats are personal the stats are not a leaderboard so you're not going to be able to i mean i know you guys why because, yeah, precisely these reasons because, and, yeah yeah we it, it's it's impossible to build a system to prevent any kind of kill farming or cheese in that sense unless the stakes are insanely high in terms of items or cost or something but at that point it it's too big of a barrier to the aisle um so that's why we cut you know it's another reason why you know some of these things are not as rewarding in terms of physical items yeah i know if if you you somebody's going to take a screenshot of their like 100 kills one deaths but if everybody knows that that person just sits there and kills farms all day then the community knows themselves whether that's legitimate or not so that's why that's why there's no official server canon leaderboard because that would be cheesable but if it's just a screenshot you're sending around of your stats that's subject to the community you guys police yourselves and you you already do and we know you will so um, a question on how we enforce uh, hacking specifically on, on the gang aisle. We haven't discussed it, um, but uh, I would be open to potentially being as strict as we are in Conquest when it comes to um, hacking. Um, the real reason basically we have gone. I was going to say, the reason that, that, that people who hack and macro is considered hacking, by the way, during conquest or permaban is because the whole point of loca is conquest and winning and losing conquest has a very real uh consequence like it's it matters what what you do on the gank aisle is matters a whole lot less other than for street cred um I, one could argue street creds you know what conquest is for too but it's very less consequential it's just a big old opt-in island you guys can have as much fun or as little fun there as you want but conquest is like the core thing for loca that's why we care very much what you do during those and why we may not but it's object subject to debate care as much if, if people are you know doing stupid stuff during um the gank aisle but of course you would you play stupid games and win stupid prizes that's kind of how we always treat that so yeah, if you want to and, and obviously repeat offenders regardless of where it is you know are gonna get you know permanently removed so well and to add on to that like conquest conquest like represents like the combined efforts of like a hundred people plus so you know one person hacking kind of cheapens all those people but like on a gank aisle it's some it's it's a lot more you know, lower population, lower scale, so. Um, so I guess slightly off topic uh, before we need to actually get into the player submitted topics. Well, actually, well, let's do those first since those were asked earlier, I should suppose I should say. Can we get the ability to just place industry chests and in quote unquote essential blocks of a warp beacon instead of needing to paste into the whole structure? Um, maybe. This has no. been brought up a, a number of times <laughs> before. Um, it's it's a tough one. I, I honestly forget at this point whether we've said yes or no to that, or it's always been a maybe the, in the, the future. Kind the of reason thing. the reason we don't do it is because um, 
Much, much like the reason tiles on Loka are for towns, not a big square box. Uh, the reason we try and prevent uh, people from, you know, cheesing their way into towns by flying straight into them and various other things is so people don't build big glass boxes. And this is kind of another similar thing. As soon as people have the ability to turn an industry into two chests, they're gonna, you know, put them all in an insanely small area and just try and min-max it. And we're not wild about the the whole min-maxing thing in that in that regard. Um, I, I think we would like better ways of customizing those structures. Um, but it wouldn't I, be a case of your industry can be two blocks wide and two yeah. tall or something. I, I want to mention that, like, I don't know how many of you guys, well, probably more of you than me, but see that new towns made by players who aren't necessarily veterans of Loka see these industries, place those buildings, and then I've seen them build their towns similar to that build style. And so it just helps people build good towns too, whereas if you're just gonna build a big ugly gank box in the bottom of the, or, you know, towny obby box as a town at the bottom of the world, you can, but, but you know, clear out the industry first. It's just, it's it's, it's just gonna end up poorly. And yeah, what Mag, what Mag said about min-maxing. They're pretty-ish. But other things we want to add is others, uh, like more than one potentially set of industries, visuals, so you can pick between them and or a better way of doing a custom one, because I appreciate having to warp it, uh, spawn it in and then destroying the whole thing is tedious when you wanted to build a custom one in the first place. We've just got to get the restrictions right on that. Um. I'm going to skip a couple because I can knock some of these out pretty quick. So RI, resource aisle timer calendar. Yes, we're going to add a calendar for that. It's just a question of when. So we, we totally want to have a calendar where you can see when your RI resets, when fishing tournament's coming, uh, all kinds of great stuff. So 100%, yes. Titles we um, mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, uh, possible for hopper limits and item frame limits increase because of sharding. Ooh, we gotta evaluate it. No promises. Definitely never said we were gonna remove those limits. Uh, I, I think item frames are more are more flexible. Um, one one of the things that we've we've learned from sharding is that you know the impact of towns is arguably even greater than we initially anticipated on general server performance. Um, now, obviously, we can continue to shard further when it's needed and potentially eventually shard towns themselves and at which point you know you don't need to be messing yourself over, over more often than not going crazy with things like that but um yeah hoppers are very very strenuous on the server um and when you've got 20 30 towns with large amounts of them it it, it is very taxing um so, so yeah, it's one we've just got to keep evaluating and, and see how far we can push it without causing performance issues, basically. It's worth saying that, I mean, and I haven't heard a ton of feedback on this, so I'm slightly making this up, but towns, aside from item frames, like which might be the more flexible, have seemingly done quite well with hoppers, and a large part that's just because void storage. Um, you know, you don't, unless you're planning on building something ridiculous, which we don't really want anyway, the hopper limit is kind of all right, I would argue. 
We haven't heard a lot of fuzz about it, but we do hear a lot of people hitting up against that item frame, and that's typically towns that are very decorative. Um, and so, yeah, those are more flexible. But they also cause more FPS lag, so that's kind of... But that's not that, that's not our problem, that's you. If you make your town so unusable, the players can't be in it, you got to fix that. We can't, we can't help that. I don't have control over your FPS, unfortunately. Um... Player limit on fights. This is this is something we, we tend to touch on quite a lot. Um, I mean, in terms of like, there, there may hit a point where there is literally too many players for a battlefield, and there will have to be a hard upper limit of all fights on local. That that may reach a point. Um, we still have a uh, extra objective for larger fights to spread the battlefield out which um, hasn't been implemented yet. But, you know, as I say, if, if fights continue to be of these these huge um, scales, then perhaps we'll have to push that sooner instead of an, a different feature. Um, well, I want to say that the, then, the, the oh, size of these fights, these fights of, of late, these, these over, by the way, great job, everyone, 221 player fights that we've had. Uh, we always knew we were going to need to add these ob extra objective-y things, but I don't think we had an idea, a great idea of how how they would need to be. And seeing these big fights is help is a little helpful in terms of like, okay, if there's going to be these objectives in the battlefield, they might need to be more spread out. Like, you can't just place them in the middle of the battlefield. Everyone is all still in the same spot. We might need to find ways to push people away from the center of the line between the inhibited T-Gen. And seeing some of these fights is helpful in how we would plan out something that would divide people out a little bit. And then, as always, again, like in terms of like adding different types of conquest in the future, which has, say, a 20, 30 player cap instead of a 10 player cap of Ravina, that's still that's still the plan for those smaller things. But yeah, the the, the core conquest of, of putting a cap on it would it's only through necessity that we would we, we would want to do that because limiting people is just not healthy for for players alliances whatever it's it's not it's not a good design choice that said 300 players in a fight might be with that limit <laughs> it's good now potentially yeah happily, it, 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 it is possible and happily Balak oh, it can only be so big you're right yeah like we'd have to have like a totally different thought process to have fights that big now Babalik is doing great it's good that the fights are happening there um but I mean, there is a limit. Okay. Um, Remove end crystals from mm -hmm. conquest. They cause new people to die a lot, and people are taking their fights into conquest gank holes. Um, yeah, I mean, there's this is pretty much just a you got to learn how how things work on this server. And we've already nerfed crystals a lot. They used to be quite a lot more overpowered. They're very avoidable, so I don't think it's on us to need to remove them to make your new people. Um, not die. It, it should be a little bit on you to educate your, your new players on how local works and yeah. how crystals is. I mean, I mean, obviously, if you know, if if the wider community does think they are still an issue or, or whatever, um, you know, do voice it to LCRs and and whatnot, and um, we can look at it. But from what we can see, they they still seem to be reasonably balanced and not not a huge problem. Um, tactical, uh, tactical rush. rush. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean we we did feel that this module was overtuned, 
and deliberately so in many ways because it's very hard to get somebody to use a module they don't normally use unless you make it slightly overpowered um, so i think it's quite possible that this one will get a tweak um, and to bring the power level down a touch i think that's fair Back up to the pinned. Colorable foes slain win. Um, perhaps never. Um, Mag, you had reasons for this, then I kind of forgot. Well, yes. So, so this one's this one's a difficult one. On the, on the one hand, you know, we want to make as many things customizable as possible, which is why we did it with stat tracking to let you color that. Um, the challenge with specifically foes slain is that. Um, it's in a it's in the area where um, players can't edit, obviously, and we maybe end up adding plenty more tags for things other than just signatures and foe slain. Um, so there is a concern that if uh, we allow all of those to be coloured in in various different things, it's tough to um, differentiate between them. Um, whereas having a colour, oh, I know the red one's always going to be foe slain. It's a bit easier to see in a bit more straightforward um it doesn't it doesn't mean we won't it, it's something we need to put a bit more thought into and just make sure there are not gonna be problems further down the line if we do do it um do do in, indeed uh <laughs> it's the law so so yeah so like it it's in in the current scenario, it would probably be fine. It's just we've got to think about things down the future to make sure it doesn't interfere with with uh, things we want to add down the line. That's all. Will party cap be increased over time? I mean, it, they've it already made a full a, party, <laughs> so they already think it's not enough. But like at some point, if your party is just your entire alliance, what the hell? Yeah, I, uh, parties are not a. They're not really intended to to be used in that in that way. But also, like there are going to be certain, you know, like if if say voter is is capped at five, then there's no point in having a party limit increased. I mean, obviously we haven't you know analyzed how many there should be a, whether there should be a limit on gang and and conquest in terms of party size, but. Um, yeah, and obviously, there is a limit on the on the right hand scoreboard as well. That is hard capped at fifteen. We we literally cannot increase that. It's a party, not an army or a rager. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a good it's a nice dinner night with your friends, basically. But but we'll, I mean, we'll keep an eye on it. And if it, if it's a feature people think would be improved with that, or, or want to use it in a different way, then then we can we can take a look at it. But. Um... I think you need an A party and a B party at that point. Um, yeah, they're meant to be like little squads, not not like these roving giant half of your town or alliance of all time situations. Because I mean, I don't even accept, other than memes, I don't know what you can get out of that. But that's not for me to decide. I suppose. Okay, um, making make making a town uncounterable, as it's kind of dumb yes. that people can stop you from making a town if they have opposing views to yourself. Um. So basically, this is. Um, something that is going to effectively be implemented um, when we revamp the new player experience. Um, and that's likely to come just after the achievements, titles, and uh, treasure knife kind of few uh, updates. Um, basically, towns will be created in a completely different way. There will no longer be um, 
a fight to to claim a town you'll effectively make a camp and sort of grow it from there um so it will be hard in a way harder to make a town and more time consuming um but another town can't just go and smash a bunch of new players to stop them setting up um, obviously there'll still be restrictions in which tiles they can and can't um, create camps on um, but hopefully that system will kind of resolve those kind of problems um, because it's not healthy for the server if if new players are driven off the server straight away uh, how do you decide who to screen share do you have an anti-cheat that detects it? it i suppose it means effectively uh, hacky bits there's, there's, yeah there's, there's a couple of ways um a lot a lot of um fights and and or you know major ganks or whatever there is often an admin you know watching so you know if, if there is something that we physically see um we will then look at um screen sharing that player um we obviously have various anti-cheats um that detect pretty much everything under the sun um so we'll, we'll we've got that as a tool to kind of guide us uh, and also player reports will, will help guide us now often we won't do anything off of any one of those alone normally it's a combination um the key for us is that we need to be confident that they are using it at the time we screen share them um, yeah. So yeah. if if we've if we've had a report of somebody um, hacking and we go and watch them, and neither we see nothing and anti cheat sees nothing, we don't want to screen share them and then they've not got any hacks that at that time because um, a we look stupid and b they that means they're more likely to get away with it in the future if they do use hacks. So we we want to make sure they're using it when we screen share them basically. Yeah, I want to. We kind of make. I kind of make this point up a little bit every time we talk about hacking and stuff. Um, but we pride ourselves on getting things right and not banning people on a whim, much like some other servers do. Now, as a result, of course, this is the the other side of this is that there is a perspective where we don't ever screen share anybody and everybody's reporting everybody. But there's a happy medium between a large majority of hack reports are all not true they're just uh i'm lagging and this guy's reaching and reach equals lag but that is perceived as hacking which it never is um it is the nature of our international server um and and then just yeah uh, keeping an eye on people and uh we want to get it right we don't want to be known as another server that just bans because people said this other guy hacks we want yeah. proof it's it's also yeah. important to note there that we know screen sharing is an invasive process and we don't like doing that to everybody just because you know you got reported and something looks a little funky because you have uh 400 plus combined ping between each other yeah yeah we we want that extra backup of of either the anti-cheat or, or us physically watching somebody to um give us the enough of a indication that it's it's worth giving a screenshot to a player um, um i assume this mints tnt minecarts tnt minecarts not allowed in um zyre but crystals are so that's that yeah i guess um there's that wonder just is, that's just a bug with zones so i'm not gonna talk about that i just need to fix it basically 
Um, change town leveling to make it somewhat easier to level up as you get to a certain level. It gets way too hard to level up, makes buying towns more viable. Well, I mean, even though we are do intend to uh, like have a, a revamp of town progression as a whole, I don't think we're ever going to make it easier. Towns are supposed to be meaningful, and if everyone can level a town to 25 real, real quick, then everybody has a level 25 town, and no town is important. So the the nature of people wanting to buy and sell towns, I think, is probably unavoidable. Uh, just because people like their town, they work they work really hard on it. They don't want to get see it deleted, so it's more likely they're going to let somebody hold it for a while. One, one of the ways it will get easier, though, is there are, um, you know, obviously there have been numerous updates in Minecraft, and we haven't kept up with the town leveling system. It's it's a very old system. We've obviously updated it in parts. But it hasn't kept up with all the new blocks and, and various things in in Minecraft. So when we do get around to the town revamp system or the various updates that surround that, um, we will, you know, there'll be more ways to get experience for leveling up. And in that sense, it will be easier. But um, the the curve is intended to get harder the higher level you get, basically. Um, yeah, I, I would say with with all of the questions that you seem to be asking monkey about um towns they're all part of a greater towns 2.0 progression update plan for the future so i don't i don't think we need to we want to harp on this for too long there's a lot to discuss on it and i don't think this is quite esots for it plus i think people are, are, are hankering for some for some gank isle action so um but yeah we will definitely talk more about a towns update in the future we've we've talked about it a lot of times in a lot of previous sots's so if you do feel like it um come through some of the old ones we've talked about various bits of this in the future in the past um and we probably always will until we do it basically um, but yeah lots of plans um, but it's pretty far away when's the next conquest update um there's no plans currently for a, for a major conquest update but i've wouldn't be surprised if next month we have um some small balance changes at, at the very least um yep Decrease the amount of hoppers. To decrease the amount of hoppers is to have a town's brewer for pots as, oh, an industry. Um, yeah, we've thought about the the, the, the the potion industry, but I think, and maybe this is uh, misguided, but there seems to be some general enjoyment around the culture of auto brewers. Yeah. So. If we were to like it's make pretty a much a divided to... topic, uh, th there the... are some that obviously want would, would just like an industry. They don't have to do anything, or, or there's um, there's less input in terms of building it and whatnot. But on the other hand, you know, for for very good reasons, redstone and and contraptions and building those kind of things is quite limited because it doesn't translate well in a multiplayer setting. Auto brewers are kind of the last remnants of that kind of creative side of, of redstone and it as it's not like insanely impactful at the moment we kind of like to keep it in, in a way um it might change but at, the, at least the feedback that that we've heard there's there's a good chunk of people who would rather keep auto brewers rather than having them replaced with an industry I would say also if, if 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 we make a potions industry and that removes everybody's need to build an auto brewer, then what do you need all of the hoppers for anymore? Auto smelters. <laughs> Get out of here. So yeah, <laughs> um, 
Add party ally. Party ally. I think what 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 um, he's implying is is ally with another party. Like so, you've got so if you've got three parties of fifteen members each, oh, they can all no, ally with pass. each other. No, 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 that's not what parties are for. At that point, just make a forty-five player party limit kind of thing. Well, parties are parties are yeah. meant to be or, or an alliance, <laughs> right? I mean, I think that's the thing is parties. Parties is a group of friends, a group of friends, not your entire town or alliance. You already have a party. It's called a town or an alliance. Uh, yeah, there's parties in all kinds of video games out there, and they're all very small because that's what they're supposed to be. And they're all there's also the other large giant party thing that's like a guild or a town or an alliance or a faction, you know, whatever. So, um, I mean, yeah. Good, good idea, good suggestion. It's just not really what we have in mind for parties. But if you guys have crazy ideas for parties, keep them coming. Forums is always a great place. Uh, but they are they are meant to be more or less uh, intimate, put it that way, and not this just conglomeration of people. Yeah, because they're temporary. They go away. Yeah, and there's been a lot of suggestions about um, you know ways of having custom tags on players so you can so you know you can set personal friendlies rather than sticking to the towns and alliances um and it, it can be quite messy so you know it's something we are very wary of and obviously a lot of locust features revolve quite heavily around whether a player is an enemy or not or hostile should i say um so yeah it, it's something we'll 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 keep an eye on it, and if people have cool ideas for for things, let us know. But um. yeah, it is uh, one minute to an hour, and we can cut. We can do the last couple of questions and launch this thing. If you don't know where to go, by the way, for the uh, the Zyre or just Zyre, it's not the Zyre, not Isle of Zyre, maybe. But anyway, it's over by the End Tower. There's a nice little. Oh, and if you didn't know, you can uh, shoot into the sky. That little uh, iron block, three by three on the ground, running up the spiral staircase manually. Uh, but the rank season's a bit off. We we need to re because we're going to redo how it works. So because if we were to re just turn on the rank season like we had last time, it'd be the same thing. About ten players would get to nineteen hundred in about three days, and then stop until the last one day, even if they needed to like do anything to change their rating. Yeah. So there's a whole. I mean, we I, talked I, about I, it last STS. So, but as with everything, if if it's something that is people think is the number one thing that they want on the server you know we can we can switch priorities and, and work on it but it does take obviously time away from other features so that's, that's just a thing to consider with that yep there were supposed to be some particles on that um uh pad so that it looked like it was like a steam shooting yeah. doohickey but it, we haven't done that yet. there's a lot of particles to be yeah. added to and, and likewise with Zaya, there's plenty of visual things. So, so biome colors um, are currently broken. Um, some of the areas of Zaya are supposed to look slightly different uh, in terms of color. That will come um, hopefully in the next week or so. Um, yeah. yeah, infested tiles are very boring without the nasty crap floating in the air making it seem all gross. Okay. All right, uh, we're gonna call it a, a, a meeting on that regard. Um, Foxy will be hitting out the at everybody on Discord soon with a uh, nicely made post. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna call it quits here. We're gonna release Zyre uh, in the next ten to fifteen minutes as we polish up and prepare and push over the last updates and whatever. So uh, 
Hope you're ready. Make sure you got a diamond kit, diamond armor, diamond sword. Otherwise, you can't go. Don't need invis. Don't need fire res. Um, and enjoy all of the all the content. And we'll see you guys on the aisle. <laughs>